All right, so apparently King Kong has joined the action in Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Welcome to the June 11th edition of Silver Screen Previews. Uh, I'm your host, Rob Martin, and we welcome you all across the Instagram Live platform and also on the Buzzsprout podcast and also uh, across other podcast platforms. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time checking us out, we're usually on Fridays, but this is uh, Sundays in June scenario for Silver Screen Previews. So welcome to the show. I'm Rob Martin, as you can see right there. Okay, good. And on the other side of the aisle, welcome back. Uh, well, actually, this is her first time on this program. Welcome to Nora Parker-Kennedy. Welcome to the show, Nora. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. Well, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, nobody knows anything about you, so no. please uh, take the oh, time yeah. to <laughs> let everybody know about every, everything about yourself. Well, not everything, but, you know, the A, B, and Cs about you. Sure, sure thing. <laughs> uh, I'm an actor, writer, and bartender, and I'm working on some I'm, I'm about to go on my first theatrical producing venture, hoping to produce a stage production of Diane Craviato's Pizza Man in the fall. And Pizza Man. Um, Interesting. Yeah, Very I cool. have some writing projects coming up that I'm working on and a lot of cocktails that I'm making. A lot of cocktails. Lot Boy, of, you're really... A lot of espresso <laughs> martinis. I was going to say, you're really a party girl, but then when you mentioned the espresso, I'm like, hey, oh, nobody drinks more uh, espresso. No, I, I'm not a party girl. I just supply the party. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of person I want on this show. That's great. No, so... <laughs> Welcome to the show, Nora. Uh, what's your social media, by the way? Give everybody sure the thing. social media. Yeah, uh, my Instagram is at Nora Parker Kennedy, and O R A P A R K E R Kennedy. Excellent. Very good. All right. So we're talking about Transformers: Rise of the Beast. This is, I think, the sixth or seventh entry into the Transformers movie series. Yeah. What, what is your review of this, uh, Nora? Well, first of all, I have to tell you something. This is my first time watching any Transformers movie ever. <laughs> and I oh, really right. enjoyed it. You I did! Really oh, it. my God. And I really enjoyed it, and especially because the leading actress is yes. someone who I know. I, When I was a teenager, first starting to do theater in New York, Dominique Fishback and I were in, like, two or three plays together. Oh, really? That yeah. is fantastic. I was 16, so you know and she was, like, about to... I was, like... A junior in high school and she was a senior in high school and <laughs> right. so just to see her at this place that she's at in her career now is right, just right. unbelievable I'm, I'm i haven't seen her in many years but i'm so proud of her and it's just a wonder to it's unbelievable. yeah so to give everybody i guess a little bit of input about this movie it's in theaters now wide release i think number one in the box office it's rated pg-13 yeah. Stars Anthony Ramos, Dominique Fishback, of course, Ron Perlman, and Michelle Yeoh, and also Pete Davidson's here. Transformers tale from the 1990s as the Autobots introduce the Maximals in their battle against the Decepticons. Okay, continue, please. Nora, with your review of Transformers Rise of the Beast. Yes. So, without having the previous knowledge of the other movies it was very it was still easy to grasp i didn't feel like i was lost or at sea at any point but the setting of the current the current setting of it's 1994 i believe in new yes, york right. it, it was a very concrete setting and uh having i think I, I know dominique is is from east new york 
Like she's she's oh. from Brooklyn, and I think I don't know. I think Anthony Ramos is from New York as well. So that was <laughs> just a nice little observation to have, like native New Yorker actors playing these With native New, New Yorker York. characters right. in a very in specific. Yeah, but so it was very engaging. The setting in the '90s, clear as day. You know, know exactly. Okay, this person, Anthony Ramos, is struggling to get a job and taking care of his brother. And right, right. Dominique is working at a museum as an archaeologist, as an uh, assistant to an archaeologist, and is incredibly bright, but very much overlooked. And ah, they that happens to everybody get, in Lima, yes, yes. And they both uh, get opportunities of a lifetime, one would mm. say. Would you agree? Mm. That is, yeah, to say the least, right? In this film, the way it turns yeah. out, within the first act, within you're really hitting act, the rails. Yeah. yeah, within the first act, you're just thrown right into the action, obviously. Yeah. There's no, like, slow burn. There's no, like, easing you into the... They're just throwing you, like, like some kind of, like, silly putty right on the wall. And, yeah. you know, you stick. Yeah. You know, that's the way it is. Continue. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. Quickly, Anthony, as you said, because that is something that I noticed. Oh, like, everything happens, and everyone is agreeing, like, yes, this is happening. Um, but that's, I think, something that's really nice about action movies is it's just like there's no questioning like yes this is what's happening we're doing this right here and now um and it's nice to like just have that directness in a story yeah anyway i'm sorry i keep going on tangents um <laughs> but that's the idea i mean you're here to give your your yeah. opinion uh yeah. you feel passionate about this film in a positive way or a negative way we want in a positive in way i definitely feel yeah, I really had a positive experience watching it. I don't often watch action movies, but it was so, I really did enjoy this. I loved the moments. There was such good acting in this. Ah, you see, but now you're biased because you know one of the co-stars. So I don't know if that, that even, really no, could pull even, fire. Even Anthony Ramos was so good and wonderful to watch. I mean, okay. Dominique Kishak right. makes everything look effortless, but also just the performances <laughs> overall were really, um, really good. Yeah. All right, so give me your final verdict. Thumbs up or a thumbs down on Transformers? <laughs> you give it a thumbs up. All right, yeah. all right, there you go. So, so thumbs up from yeah. uh, our new co-host on this show, uh, Nora Parker Kennedy on Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. All right, now I am going to be the Grim Reaper, unfortunately, on this film because that's my job. I'm here to be critical. I'm here to be straight across the line. Bring I've seen these films. I've seen them all. Mm -hmm. I have I've gone to the theater to watch these. I've seen them on live stream. I've seen them. You know, look, there's nothing here new, unfortunately, for me to, to absorb in this series. I watched the series when I was a little kid. And, of course, that was animation and everything was so beautiful and constructed with, you know, the way, the craft of animation in those days. Here it's live action CGI. This is like what you say is a empty milk carton. <coughs> It's full of CGI, and it tries to blur you into hypnotism. That's how this film works. And, you know, I think Michael Bay should be ashamed of himself, honestly, to be a part of this. And hopefully this will be the end of this series once and for all. The Transformers, I thought, were boring. The, the human characters were not boring. They actually excelled, and they were above the grain. Well, well, the the, the uh, Autobots, the, the Autobots, the Cybercons, and now the Maximals, which are the beasts, are boring. Because they go through the same CGI motions. There's nothing new here to bring to the table, unfortunately. And even the voices are unrecognizable. Ron Perlman, who decided that this was the perfect fit 
for Optimus. I can do the voice of Optimus, Nora, and I can do a better job than Ron Perlman. You want me to tell you? I'll show yeah, you right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, let me see. Nora, this is Optimus Prime. I am here to take you to another planet. Do you understand? I do understand, yeah. <laughs> All right, so now, even I can do a better job than Ron Perlman. Yeah, Come on, I mean, give me a break. Now that you said it, I, I literally, when you mentioned Pete Davidson, like, where? <laughs> where was he? Where I was thought he? he was missing in action in this Who movie. He? he did the... Yeah. He, he I, did I, one like, of the I voices not, of the Autobots. Yeah. Was he uh, Mirage? Yes, there you go. Okay. Thank you, Mirage. Perfect, okay. yeah, exactly. It, w watching it, I had no perception. You had no idea with the I had no way yeah. to decipher. <laughs> My favorite character has always been Bumblebee, and I, I do give him a, bl a plus here for, for that because he was the only one who was actually entertaining me throughout the whole movie and not sounding like a tin can. They really just try to unload on you with this stuff. It doesn't matter if they go into Machu Picchu in Peru. It doesn't matter if they go to New York 1994. It's just that the whole scenario is built around these, these, the CGI and everything to just put you in a lull and completely try to uh, like open end you into that that whole scene and not you know emphasize too much on the human characters which they should have yeah no like i mean it's just it is what it is there's nothing new here and that's the problem in a mm -hmm. world where now you have avatar 2 way of water yeah. where that breaks the the special effects mold and mm -hmm. here they just just go to the same thing, same thing, and it just gets so repetitive, so boring, right. that I could never give a film like this, even though the human characters are okay, even mm -hmm. though Bumblebee is okay, it's just the voice, it just keeps going at you, I'm like, I'm tired of it, yeah. it's a slog, you, you gotta get through these films, it's a two hour and seven minute movie, alright, let's that move is, on, I digress, we, uh, like, I, that is true, it was, it was a bit long, it was too long, this movie yeah. should have been like 90 minutes. Yeah. 90 minutes tops. I 90 think 90 minutes, minutes is like the perfect length for a feature. It should have been. It really it should have been. Yeah, Maybe Any, anything been. longer, I'm like, uh, there has to be <clears throat> like how films in like the 30s and the 40s had intermission breaks. Like, yeah. let's, let's, bring <laughs> let's bring that back. If it's over 90 minutes, we get an intermission. Yeah, that would have been actually a great idea. Yeah. yeah. But yes, I, I'm still going to maintain my thumbs up, but it is really solely for acting i know so let's move on we, we agree to disagree on that uh film yeah. transformers rise of the beast mm -hmm. nora gives it a thumbs up i give it a thumbs down let's move on the second and final film tonight on silver screen previews is a hulu presentation called flaming hot now in this one it's pg-13 directed by eva longoria it's in theaters in a limited release stars jesse garcia annie gonzalez and dennis habert the true story of Richard Montanez and his rise from struggles to big success in inventing the flaming hot Cheetos. So I believe uh, this is a clip or a, a series of clips from Flaming Hot, which you can catch on Hulu right here on Silver Screen Previews. The family story of Flaming Hot on Silver Screen Previews. You can also catch this movie on Hulu and also limited theater release. Nora Parker Kennedy, what was your review of Flaming Hot? Flaming Hot was really fun. I had a really lovely time watching it. <laughs> there was something about it, the tenor of it, and I think just because maybe perhaps it's mostly told through narration, it was reminding right. 
me of childhood or movies from like the late 80s and early 90s that I watched as a child. So there was a certain level of nostalgia that just like the narration alone and the, right. um, the how the story was told um, really uh, I loved. <laughs> um, it really drew me in. I have to admit, maybe like a few weeks ago, just walking down like on the subway platform and seeing a poster for Flaming Hot, I didn't realize it was a movie at first. And then I heard there's what a movie about, about the, the, the man who invented Flaming Hot Cheetos. And my first uh, instinct it's... was, what? <laughs> but no, it's, it's deceptional it's because the poster. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the poster is deceptional because you think, it's, oh, it's a, it's it's just like a janitor a for flaming hot Cheetos. No, it, it looks like there is some kind of hot girl touching the, the, the finger of a of a janitor. So you don't know if it's the Cheetos or not. It looks like it's some kind of love story. I thought, you know, it was uh, more of I forgot what the Renaissance painting is, but the one where it's like God reaching out to touch uh, to like exchange hands with um Adam in the clouds. You got and it. That was very, probably very deliberately reminiscent of that. Um, right, right. And then right. just holding the, the the lone singular flaming hot Cheeto, the nice little touch. I just thought like, oh, this is just like an ad for hot Cheetos. Right. And right. I realized searchlights. Like I saw Eva Longoria. Like oh, yeah. It's a movie. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's her movie. She directed this thing. What did you think about her her directing skills and ability? Um, I is this her first directing? Yeah, Continue. yeah. I mean, I her direction was very clear, and mm. I, I I didn't leave feeling confused. Or, right, right, right. Or, I mean, I'm sure that there are parts of the story that were not written into the film, or That's maybe true. exaggerated, but it was <laughs> it was told very clearly and very engagingly. This film pokes fun at itself. Yeah. And do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I think I think it's a it's a necessary thing sometimes. Yeah. No, look, there there are different scenes in here. Like in the first yeah. act and the second act, when you're dealing with the the CEO boss of Frito Lay at the time. Yeah. You, you know where he's in they're Tony in that Salute. board office. Right. And then they're going through the, you know, uh, the Mexican lingo of, you know, how they would approach it, you know, like, you know, it, it yeah, was just like it's putting funny. him in like a chokehold. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's stereotypes there, but it's fun. It's It makes it, you know, it breaks the, the, the ice of it being like a serious movie. And yeah. it's engaging in that, in that you know, in that manner. What did you think about the acting in general of the of the stars? The acting, I, the, the lead actor, I thought he was very consistent, but the, mm -hmm. except there were a couple of moments, like there was the, scene where um, he and his wife are sitting with his father in the backyard and his father is yes. saying like no you need to get a job working as a, a janitor at the church it's better money um, right, right, right. and it, it begins an argument and he takes his beer bottle and like smashes it down and just like loses his yeah. temper I felt like anytime he had to get really angry like that which only happens like once or twice very small moments in the movie they felt a little forced, but I don't know if that was an intentional choice. Yeah, look, it's it's just a, a way of, of structuring the story. You know, yeah. that happens in the, the second act, early in the second mm -hmm. act, because it's a turning point kind of like where there's no return. Mm -hmm. 
he's going to go off with his wife, uh, you know, helping him forward, not backward and not having people. Because in life, like in reality, with everybody else, there are people who hold you back from yeah. progressing in life, you know, that are there as a mental barrier that, you know, they're to stop you or subconsciously or even physically, you know, emotionally. And they are there to stop you from becoming a success. So the idea is to persevere and override that so that you become a success. Mm -hmm. And for every single no that you receive in your life, just forget about that. Just focus on the one yes. Just exactly. Keep, keep, just keep pounding away. Keep pounding away. You know, persistence mm -hmm. overrides resistance. Yeah. It's the factor that leads this movie. Yeah. So in, in general, so in closing for you, uh, would you give this a, th a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I would give this a thumbs up. Um, another point I'd, I'd like to bring up that I um, really liked about the movie was the message of community in it. Like mm -hmm. how when yes. he first had a product and it was first out there, his community are the ones that actually oh. got it on the market, not the company itself. It was right. all of his, it was everyone in his neighborhood just like all yes. stepping up together and yeah you know. yeah excellent point uh, excellent mm -hmm. point there yeah. Nora. it's important that that this is the basis of, of the whole movie is yeah. about family community connections and having the ability to just you know rise above when you know that you're in an environment in the neighborhood that's kind of dragging you down and not letting you succeed and kind of like blocking it out yeah. and wanting to do something better for yourself and your family and your community and your people. And that's the idea here. In general, you give this a, a thumbs up? Oh, yeah, I did. All right, very good. So thumbs up from Nora Parker-Kennedy on Flaming Hot, which is out on Hulu and limited theater release. Look, I thought this was a fantastic inspirational story from mm -hmm. the get-go. This is great writing. Tremendous directing by Eva Longoria. She knows how to go through the paces and tell oh, yeah, the story. It was, it was the really well paced. Yeah. yeah. And the narration is actually a great example of how to narrate a film instead of I completely agree. Down. Yeah, mm -hmm. because I don't think that there are, I, I mean, I can't think of too many other movies made recently where narration is a key factor. And so whenever yeah. it is the main vehicle for telling the story, I, it's something I really appreciate. Like one of my favorite movies, my, my ultimate favorite movie of all time, Sunset Boulevard, is told through narration primarily. And so I, I really appreciate that as a, as a tool. There you go. No, it's, it's, it's an excellent example. And it just shows you that the ability is there when the story is strong and the writing is strong. It just mm -hmm. goes hand in hand. And also there's excellent, you know, human characterizations uh, by Jesse Gardner. Garcia, the lead, and also Annie Gonzalez, the newcomer. And they make a fantastic couple. I know when they, they show them at the beginning as kids, that's also fun. <laughs> they they go about their ways growing up in the you know early mid sixties in Los yeah. Angeles, and that whole environment is tough. Learning and, how to hustle know, as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> so hey, look, man, you know, it, you know, we all we all come from somewhere, and it's you know, yeah. it's not going to be you know green pastures and, yeah. and white picket fences. Yeah. You know, it's tough. You yeah. know, not all of us have it great. So, hey, I mean, just it's just a, a tribute uh, to the, 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 you know, trying to get ahead in life, like I mentioned before. Yeah, I would them. also say, like, I, I know the, 
the term or just the phrase the American dream is very cliched and like like maybe even valueless at this point but it was a very inspirational this story really captured like this is what the American dream is yes exactly yeah Yeah. it's yeah people tell you don't do this don't do it because you have nothing to lose it doesn't matter what kind of level you're at in your job you can do it it's very inspirational film I give this film a thumbs up Definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. It's called Flaming Hot, and it's in Hulu via streaming platforms, and also in limited theater release. So you can check your local listings for showtimes in your area. So let's do a quick recap of this week's films on Silver Screen Previews. First, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Rise, Nora. Rise. Tell me what you think about it. Um, I gave it a thumbs up, mainly for the acting. It's it's worth seeing. Because of the acting, a thumbs up from Nora Parker Kennedy. I gave it a thumbs down. I could not stand this film for the the regurgitation of the CGI effects. Just no, nothing new here to offer. Like I said before, this is like acting uh, from the robot CGI standpoint of an empty can with nothing inside. The human actors were a different story. They added actually something with more depth which they should have uh, played more of instead of, you know, trying to blind us with this garbage, uh, which I know is part of the film. Yes, all right, don't say, hey, Rob, you don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's Transformers, yeah. Okay, but still, focus on the human aspects more because that's what the world that we're living in is mm-hmm. about humans. Okay, so I gave it a thumbs down. Anyway, into my, uh, I digress from my trial. <laughs> complaints. All right, and the uh, second and final film tonight on Silver Screen Previews was Flaming Hot. Nora? I would definitely give a thumbs up. Uh, Some of the things you liked were the directing, obviously, and the acting. Mm -hmm. The acting was also very good. Okay, very good. So a thumbs up from Nora on Flaming Hot. Uh, I also enjoyed Flaming Hot for its uh, fantastical inspirational story Mm -hmm. from Rags to Riches and just great comedy timing and comedy writing. Yeah, and it's all encapsulated in a nice compact package, which is not drabbing for like two hours mm-hmm. or two and a half hours, which, you know, this movie could have not have survived. Uh, but yeah, it's just great stories. So check it out. It's called Flaming Hot. It's on Vo- uh, Hulu and also in limited theater release. All right. Uh, Nora Parker Kennedy, uh, please uh, mention your social media coordinates once again before we check on out of here. Yes, absolutely. Um, I am at Nora Parker Kennedy on Instagram and TikTok. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Very good. Nora, we want to thank you for joining us and giving us your expert opinion on these films for this week's show. Thank and you hopefully so much. We'll see you again in the future. Me. I really, really enjoyed um, the opportunity to watch two movies that I probably never would have considered watching, honestly. And that's the idea. So thank yeah. you. Thank you, Nora, again. And we will see you again. Thank you again so much. Thank and you. capture her also on the podcast, which I will edit at the end of the show and have you guys ready for tomorrow. And that podcast, of course, is the condensed form of the show. So I tighten it up just a little bit, you know, just for everybody, for time's <laughs> sake. I know everybody is, you know, have a short attention span, including myself. I don't want to listen to myself for like 10 minutes straight anyway. So, you know, we just cut it down a little bit. Don't worry. I won't edit anything from Nora's part. I'm, I'm going to cut myself. <laughs> All right. So, Nora, thank you. We'll catch you in the future. So, you on so uh, behalf of me, you're so welcome. Hey, uh, thank you for everybody checking us out live on Instagram Live and on the Buzzsprout Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Martin. And we'll catch you again next week for another edition 
of Silver Screen Previews.